and welcome to episode four of The Brand Lounge, where every Thursday we feature insightful brand stories and business journeys to showcase the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur and to reassure you that you are not doing this thing alone. I'm Tammy Heels, your host and founder of Shadowcat Creative, where I'm a personal brand coach and designer. And today I am joined by the wonderful Hayley Jenkins. Hi, Hayley. Hi. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about your businesses? Yeah, sure. So I am, well, I run two businesses, so they're quite different. So I'll start by saying I'm a social media manager um, under a brand called The Social Geeks, which is my business. And I've been doing that for eight years. And I have recently qualified to be a personal trainer as well. So that's something that's very new over the last kind of, I'd say, six months to a year. So just pre-lockdown, basically. Um, So two businesses running them at the same time. Always fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So if you eagle-eyed, eagle-eared listeners caught our last episode, Hayley and I had a wonderful conversation about other people's limiting beliefs and that impact that that can have on your business. But today she's going to be sharing her business journey with us. And this will be quite fun where you have the two different businesses and how they've kind of both combined to help you along your business and entrepreneurial journey. So should we start with what kind of inspired you to, did you ever work in corporate? What inspired you to start your your businesses to start with? So when I was, um, well, so I started the Social Geeks when I was 21 and I had worked like for a couple of years in corporate. So I was working in recruitment um, as so many people do these days. And I just didn't really enjoy being on the phone and I always knew that I wanted to run my own business didn't really have an idea as to what it was I wanted to do but I knew I didn't want to work in recruitment anymore and luckily I, li- I lived at home so good old mum was like you know just quit your job I can't see you like this anymore you're always crying so I was like that's it I'm leaving my job and then when I left my family just kind of would put me in touch with a couple of people that were working in recruitment but needed a bit of help on marketing. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. Go on, I'll do that. I think I could do that. And I picked up those couple of jobs just on a whim, really. And obviously, where I knew I always wanted to run my own business, I realized how much I enjoyed it, how much I liked the flexibility. And then that was when I thought, actually, I could try and do this full time Um, and just started to teach myself um, a lot of the things I thought people needed help with from the the clients that I'd worked with so far. And then really just just took it from there. It was all initially just on a whim, (laughs) which I think some people do fall into that and then obviously eight years later I'm still (laughs) still here. I love that I absolutely love that because I know so many people myself included who agonize over the decision of when do you take it full-time when do you start a business but I I really admire the fact that you were just like nah this is what I'm gonna do. (laughs) Yeah but I I think the difference being now obviously where I'm launching this business I 100% relate with what you're saying there there's so many you know, I sit and think about so many decisions a lot more than I did then. I don't know whether it was because I was younger, I didn't care as much, that there's less responsibilities. And I just had that kind of like fuck it mentality, I guess. But this time around, there's so many things that I'm questioning and I'm like trying to be really, I don't know, I guess a little bit too meticulous and like pedantic over certain decisions. Whereas then it was just like, I would just jump straight in. And I think maybe I need to adopt more of that kind of mindset 
that and how I how I did that obviously it was successful enough I'm still here so absolutely yeah (laughs) that's really funny so with your with your second business with your personal training do you think that some of that is because it is more of a personal brand and it's more you or would you say that you still have quite a personal brand and it's very much focused on you for the social geeks yeah so it's I've kind of that's one of the biggest decisions that I was trying to come up with did I want to brand this as a business because obviously the social geeks I've always done that as a brand whenever people had approached me to work with me they always thought I was an agency and I had you know these people working with me but it was really just me maybe a couple of freelancers every now and then and this time around obviously it's different because I want people will be working with me and I want them to know they're working with me. So in that sense, it is a a personal brand. But then I also know that branding goes a lot wider than that. And I still need to brand myself properly. And it was kind of, you know, what did I want to do that was so different to, um, well, I knew what I wanted to do that was so different to everyone else because that was why I started the business. But it was really understanding how can I make that a brand and like you say it is because it is a personal brand I guess something completely different and I'm so emotionally attached to it whereas with the social geeks there's that element of you know my face isn't on the website nobody really knows who I am so I can chuck it out there a lot more whereas this is very much it's me and I always kind of I don't know as a like business person for the first few years running the social geeks I think I always try to be more like professional and corporate than what I was whereas you know you should be authentic and true to yourself so this time around I'm really trying to be 100% me talk how I talk um, and I think that's kind of where I've found it a little bit difficult it is difficult just to like be you <laughs> it's really no, absolutely absolutely and it's something that I've come across a lot and it's something that it's funny because I'm I'm struggling with it in the opposite way to you. So I have Shadow Cat, which is very much a personal brand and it's very much me, but I'm launching a second business, which is very much not me. And I am finding it so much easier just to go, that will do. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing with this. I have so much more confidence because it's almost like when you put your face and your name on something, that's when you start to second guess yourself. But both businesses are the same. They're both you, they're both your experience and they're both your impact. So it's a really funny psychological thing that kicks in. So true. I don't know whether it's just like, you feel like people are going to judge you more or I really don't know what it is, but it has definitely been more difficult. Um, I would say setting up the, the personal brand as it was the, um, the business, if you like. And I think the biggest difference as well, like upon reflection and thinking about it now, you know, when I started that business, I didn't really know many other people running businesses. Um, I was a lot younger, so nobody was really doing that around my age group. And I wasn't on, there wasn't really, Instagram wasn't that big. So I wasn't comparing myself to all of these other people. Whereas as a personal brand, and especially in the fitness space, there's so many other people and it's so in your face that I feel like you do constantly compare yourself a lot more than what I ever did with the social geeks for the social geeks I don't think I ever sat and compared myself to anyone whereas this is very different and you do find yourself comparing yourself a lot more um, with the personal branding that's really interesting yeah so with both of them so I'm assuming you had different trigger points for starting both these businesses so what was it that what was like the final straw that made you go you know what, fuck it, I'm not interested in this corporate 
malarkey anymore I want to start my own business and then what was it that triggered that for your personal training one so with the social geeks it really was just the fact that you know I hated the job I hated it so much but I didn't really know what else there was to do because I did my apprenticeship in recruitment I left college went straight into the apprenticeship and I just kind of felt like well I don't know what I I can do this is all that I kind of know but I know that I don't want to do it and like I said because I lived with good old mum and she was like just leave you're gonna find something else I was like fuck it I've got to leave I you know I was in the bathroom crying at lunches and it was like really hated getting on the phone it was horrible I would literally dread going into work pull myself into work and that's not how I really do believe that you should love what you do I know it's so cliche but I really do believe it and that was just like that small three year three year stint of work for me was enough (laughs) fair enough (laughs) (laughs) that that year career was uh was yeah it was enough for me but um I did actually retain that first business as one of my first clients as well um and so yeah I think that one was just definitely much more on a whim and I just thought fuck it let's do it this one as in the personal training side of things sorry this one as in the personal training side of things um I I've been for a massive I hate the word journey I think it's so cringe but no it's what it is And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been through this journey where um, for years I've struggled with body dysmorphia, body image, and never really had a solid relationship with um, food or exercise. It's always been really, really difficult. And over the last two years, I started to really kind of look after myself a lot more, got a real passion for fitness. And since doing that and and trying so many different things um you know I kind of found what worked and what worked for me and it made me really sad to see that there wasn't as many coaches or trainers out there that were training people the way that I wanted to be trained or that I felt I should be trained and I did it all myself I had one coach who taught me how basically not to do things (laughs) and um it's those kind of experiences that shaped um you know, what I do now, because I wanted to bring something to the industry that I felt was very much lacking and maybe personal trainers and coaches not having the awareness around eating disorders, body image issues, and, you know, just general confidence. And I feel like there's so many weight loss transformations and and those kind of things that are shoved in your face so constantly that it makes people think that they need to look a certain way and really what I want to help people do is change their habits and change their relationship with food and fitness not so drastically that it feels like oh my god this big life change at once but to do it in a way that works for that person and in a because everyone is completely different everyone is is individual and not one thing is going to work for everyone and yeah, my time as like a kind of client, if you like, in the fitness industry, I just saw that there were just so many cardboard cutout copy plans and everyone just kind of doing the same thing. And, you know, that's just not as humans, that's not how, how we work. So for me, that that starting this business has been a much more emotional process as opposed to the social geeks, because that was just like, yeah, fuck it, come on then. <laughs> and this 
has been much more like it's so much more personal to me um so yeah two very different reasons I guess for starting yeah it's really funny though because while while you were talking as much as the reasons are completely different I feel almost like both have a similar strain through them which is you don't want the cookie cutter so with the social geeks you're teaching people how to use social media and marketing messaging that suits them and then with the personal training side, again, it's that tailored to them. So are you, I would love to know, are you treating yourself, your second business as a client of your social geeks or are you taking any particular learnings through? So this was one of the very first things that I actually said. Um, I said, this will be really interesting because this will be like, you know, me putting my marketing and social media to the test. <laughs> and it's been so difficult. It's so, <laughs> so hard. Oh my God. So running other people's campaigns and writing content for other people absolutely no problem at all when it comes to me it's so hard yeah it's the hardest thing doing it for yourself anything that you do it's so tough to do it for yourself definitely and so many other people that I've met um kind of through business have said the same thing you know that they do find it hardest to do things themselves and um yeah, so at the minute I'm kind of on a, it's not a social media course, but I've got somebody holding me accountable to do certain things, which actually encourages me to then go and put my own strategies in place because obviously I do social media strategies for clients. Um, but sitting down and doing that for yourself is really difficult. Again, I think it's because you've got that emotional attachment and you can't look at things objectively, um, as objectively as you can for your clients. Um, so that it's been definitely very difficult but the skill set should translate um and has nicely because as well I feel like you know personal trainers you know they're personal trainers they're not they're not marketing experts so I can definitely see that my profile and presence and brand building is different to a lot of personal trainers out there as well which is one thing that I've had quite a few people say to me that they can you know, see the difference and that they can see the brand as opposed to just like the PT in the gym, if you know what I mean, because that's obviously, yeah. No, I think that that's awesome. So you're, it's wonderful to see how these two different businesses kind of blend together and combine and support each other. I think that that's just fantastic. When it comes to how your businesses have progressed, are there any particular hardships or successes that really stand out for you over your business journey, whether that's the one this year or whether that's the one over the last eight years? Yeah, so I think really, so for the social geeks, the biggest thing that I faced was, um, you know, other people as opposed to how I felt about myself. So um, the limiting beliefs of other people, how we'd spoken about and them putting their limiting beliefs onto me. You know, I was only 20, 21, had no experience in starting a business. Um, so it was more external factors. Whereas in terms of, in terms of this business that I'm doing now, it's been I'd say a journey again, (laughs) because obviously pre-lockdown, I had this whole idea of how I wanted to run the business, which is now completely different to what it is now. And I had to obviously have conversations with myself and coming away from something that I'd worked so hard 
um, to kind of do was quite big in itself. So at the beginning of the year, I'd set up this business um, called The Daily Shred, which was obviously part of my personal training. And that is where I saw the business going, The Daily Shred. And it was going to be daily 15-minute exercises that you could do live, saved for later in your inbox. Um, and I worked really hard to get this business off the ground. I did, you know, got all of the website done, did all of the branding. I still love the branding. Um, did my photo shoot, all of that kind of stuff. Went into lockdown. Um, was doing all of the live workouts. And then I just started to have this conversation with myself thinking, is this really what you want to do? As in you, me as a person, I want to help, help, really help people. And then I started to think, is 15 minutes of exercise a day really helping people in the way that I want to help people? So it was really difficult because I'd spent so much time energy and focus on building the daily shred for about five months for me to then know when to kind of pull the plug and change the direction which I think as any business owner anyone will know how difficult that is to kind of put your ego aside firstly as well and stepping away from all that hard work and really changing the direction that was the biggest that was the the hardest thing and biggest thing and all through during lockdown that I was having my conversations with myself with like you know really not embarrassment but I put this out on social media it was growing everyone knew it was something I was doing so for me to then be like actually guys you know I'm not doing this anymore. I didn't want to look like a failure, but actually it was a massive learning lesson for me that, you know, to stay true to, to, to who I am and what I believe and running a business authentically rather than something that you think you can just kind of make the most money out of because yeah. my passion is so there now that, you know, before there was always something a little bit holding me back when I was talking to people about the daily shred and I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was but now I'm so keen to tell people about what it is I do and how I help people and that wasn't necessarily there before so I think as a business it's knowing when when to stop something or when to change and being in tune with that yeah I think that's a brilliant point no I think that that's awesome and I think that you've really struck a chord with something that you said there where it's like it's putting your ego aside to actually recognize and identify the things that are working for you and when something doesn't work for you as well I think that it's important it's not that you're a failure it's that you've tried something it's not working in the way that you wanted it to and then it's really down to you whether you make that decision to continue with it which may you know it may hold you may it may cause issues in your progress with your business it might divert you away from your goals or whether you actually go you know what I've tried this it's not working the way that I want so I'm going to invest my time and energy and my focus which are three integral things in any part of business and actually invest this in something that is going to work with me and work towards my goals definitely and there were so many conversations that I was having with people you know where they'd say oh but it's such a shame oh you've worked so hard oh this all that and you know I get it and that, that was the reason that I didn't want to make that decision. But when I'd made the decision, it was very final. And it wasn't just, again, it, that wasn't on a whim. It, that took me, I'd say, about two months of just thinking about what to do. And I just felt like I wasn't, you know, I can't exactly put up these transformation pictures of myself where I'd lost like four stone and then be like, yeah, 15 minutes of exercise, guys, come and join in. Like, it just was not making sense. I was like, what am I doing? This is not this is not right. And, um, 
yes, like I say, I, lo- I love the brand, but it's not for me. It's not where my moral compass, I guess, is at the, at the minute. And it's not how I want to progress it. So I did love it and I was so passionate about it at the beginning, but that passion is just being directed in, there, in an area that I think is going to be more beneficial for more women who actually need the help and support and guidance from someone else who understands as opposed to just you know 15 minutes of daily exercise that is great don't get me wrong gets people moving but not in the transformational mindset way that I really want to help people brilliant no I think that that's fantastic and yeah setting your ego aside is one of the hardest things to do in any form of business (laughs) it is it is especially when you've like splurged it all online and like you know you've really everyone knows you're doing this thing and then to be like yeah actually guys I've um I've decided no I don't want to do that anymore (laughs) it's hard so difficult and I think like there is a huge like I'm I'm a big advocate of like public accountability can be really beneficial if you're Mm. the kind of person that will sit there and mull over an idea and not take action because you feel worried or scared or anything like that then I feel like sometimes public accountability can be the thing that makes it happen definitely Um, it's how I started this podcast (laughs) it's like public accountability but equally I think um it is really scary to put yourself out there and say hey guys I'm gonna do this particularly with like friends and family as well I feel like for me I'm quite happy telling other people that I'm trying something new but when it comes to like friends and family it's like am I gonna come across in the way that I want to do they think that I'm being ridiculous and the other thing is am I does this make do I feel like I'm showing off or do I feel like I'm being egotistical by telling people that I'm doing this because I want success, because I want financial success, because I want uh, to work three days a week? We, it's funny. I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. It's funny how we feel like people have, okay, friends and family are a little bit different, but like, you know, people online, like for me, obviously I'm the most important person in my life and for you you are the most important person in your life my life revolves around me and your life revolves around you so when we're thinking these decisions we feel like everyone else feels the same and they're so invested in all of this they're not everyone else is invested in their own things and if they see something they might think oh that's weird oh oh she's failed at doing that or whatever they're going to think for literally about five seconds and then they're moved on but we see it like that because if we see that as someone else we don't sit there and think about them for the rest of the day and think oh god do you know what I mean it's like I don't know why where this has come from but it was kind of thinking about um for me when I decided to obviously announce online right that's it guys no more the daily shred I that was how I that was what pushed me into um finally making the decision was that no one really cares this is my life and why am I so worried about what everyone else thinks? Like, really, why? <laughs> I shouldn't be. No, I, yeah, that's just absolutely brilliant. And I think that that's, that's a really valuable lesson to learn or something to be mindful of whenever you make a business or whenever you do anything online is kind of, you are a side character in everyone else's story. Yeah, 
And would you rather be the person who tried everything to find something that worked or just the person that just plodded along in life doing something that they were mediocre with and, you know, like I would definitely rather try new things all the time. Um, So I was just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I don't care. And I think to anyone out there who might be listening and just doing a little bit of an eye roll, just remember that if you're starting a small business, you obviously believe in yourself to a certain degree. So trying something new is something that you're doing already. And there's no harm in just keeping keeping on doing that. Keep on trying new things and see how it works out for you. Definitely, 100%. Perfect. So I've got a couple of questions around your business at the moment. So where are you hoping that your business, well, your businesses will be taking you in the future? I hope you're happy to share. So, I mean, the social geeks, I get asked the question, you know, um, are you going to continue doing the social geeks? What's going to happen with that? And I feel like I'm so precious over the social geeks, I would never let it go. Like, I don't care how busy I got, that will always remain. Like, so for the social geeks, I don't think there would be too much in terms of strategy or business decisions moving forward, but that's just got organic growth in itself. And if I was so busy to the point, you know, on, on my second business, then it would be a case where I'd work with freelancers to get the social geeks just kind of running by itself nicely. Um, and for my personal training business, I mean, I'm right at the beginning. So there's so many things that I want to do. And, you know, I really, really want to focus on really helping women change their mindset around their bodies and their body image. It's something that's getting more popular, which I'm loving to see because it's so nice seeing, you know, women get more vocal about this and getting really passionate because we've, not we, like women as a collective as a whole, but my personal experience was so, I think back and look to to that person that I was and I get really sad that there was nobody there to help or I didn't see this kind of content and now this content is getting so much more popular that it makes me really happy and I definitely want to be a part of that change in the world of helping women become more confident and doing that through group coaching programs where women can be part of a community as opposed to feeling like they're doing it alone because that was one thing that I also missed out on where you know I didn't have any friends that were going through the same situations as me so having that community to be able to talk to other women and share experiences and go through it together um as well as I've also got um I'm planning on launching not planning it's happening in (laughs) December in a 16-week fitness journal so where you know if somebody can't exactly um afford to do a full 16 week program with me that in this journal they'll completely learn how to create their own training program over 16 weeks and that will be something that they can use and access my workouts as well at the same time so things that I'm really passionate and excited about that's wonderful I think that it's fantastic as well that you're looking you're literally taking the values that you hold within your business and looking at ways to create a service or an offering that answers that. And I am absolutely here for that. I think that that's a wonderful way to run your business, to make it accessible and make it still hold the same passion and the same fire that you have, but being able to offer it in a variety of formats for different people at different stages are just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't want it to be, you know, as well, like where 
you see these programs and you think, oh, but it's so expensive, Mm -hmm. which obviously to me running the business, I know why it's expensive. There's a lot of time that goes into it and, you know, a lot of commitment and contact. And it's not just me, you know, training you like just during that session, but the way that I work with my clients is on a very personal basis. You know, we'll be WhatsApping all day. We'll be doing weekly check-ins where we really spend that time together and I'm there as their real support system. So it's a lot of work and, you know, but then as a client, I, I know that not everybody has that kind of money to plow in or invest into into that. And that makes me sad too. You know, I was that person as well. I couldn't afford to do all of these big fancy things, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to, you know, make the changes that you want to make or that you shouldn't be given the knowledge that you need to make those changes or accountability so yeah definitely something I'm passionate about that's awesome and do you so the next question that I have for you is kind of around how your brand has developed over time so with your personal training one I think that already even though it's only been what like nine months do you feel that your brand has developed significantly in that time would you say that it's developed quicker than your brand over in social geeks even though the time they've actually um as you've asked me that question, I feel like they've actually had similar um, similar journeys, really. It's the social geeks. So the social geeks had been about 100 names before it was the social <laughs> geeks. So for the first two years, I, I was like rebranding every week. Didn't know really what I was up to. Um, so... Yeah, that went through a whole process in itself. But when I got to the social geeks, like I just knew, I knew it was the one and I was so excited and I had this clear vision for it, whereas it took me a while to get that vision. And translating that to the personal training business, I guess you could say it's been the same because obviously I was running the daily shred for like five or six months before I was like, actually, no, um, that's not that's not the direction that I want the brand to go in. So I think... Yeah, as I'm saying that, they've both had very similar things where I've maybe started a business not necessarily being 100%, but I know that it's something and I'm just taking that, dipping my toe in the water before I really find my feet. Um, Because otherwise, like we'd kind of said at the beginning, you do spend ages like mulling over decisions and thinking, oh, you know, is this the right decision? So obviously I've got a habit of just jumping straight in and then working it out when I'm there. But, you know, I mean, it speaks volumes at the fact that not only are you now running two successful businesses, but the first business that you run has been going for eight years. And admittedly, even though the first two years you didn't necessarily settle on something, it shows that the business can still be successful. And I think that that's really the, that for me is the power of having a core brand idea as opposed to like the visual side and the naming side and everything else. Because as long as your core and your foundations are solid, then it can weather name changes and brand changes. So true. Exactly. That's, um, that's absolutely spot on. As long as you know, kind of your, your brand is in what you're delivering and how you want to deliver it and what you want to bring to people, then how you package it up is just kind of like the the niceties, if you like, although it does obviously help massively because once I had those things in place, then it, it's really took off. But you don't need to have all of those things in place to necessarily start. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think this is a conversation that I've had with most of my clients, as well as um, other guests and other friends who run businesses. The first 18 months to two years of a business, it changes so dramatically and so much. And I think that might be accelerated in your second business. Like if you in general, as well as you and me, um, with our second businesses, I feel like that timeline's accelerated, but anyone starting a small business, 18 months to two years, you are finding your feet and it is very much dipping your toe in. Yeah, definitely. Because as well, like you've got to talk, talk to other people, the more people you talk to and the more that you're doing the work and, you know, you learn new things and you realize new things. You you can't just make a whole business in one snap decision and know all of the branding and have all of the answers until you've started doing the work really. And then thinking, oh, actually, you know, only this particular part of the business is really taking off and is really successful. So I should maybe focus here because when I did that for the social gigs and I decided to really niche down and only focus on one particular industry, that was when it really took off. And that was when I had the the brand all finalized I decided on a niche and then that's when it it really started to go well but you know you're not going to have that from the get-go because you don't have necessarily those experiences and understanding until you start so you've got to just get started really yeah absolutely I'm a huge advocate for that it's like just start even if you suck at the start of it it'll get better (laughs) and if it doesn't change (laughs) exactly That's awesome. So do you have any key pieces of advice from your business journey, from your specific journey that you'd love to share with the listeners? Um, Well, firstly, I think it would roll quite nicely into what we've just said that you just need to get started. Like I, yeah, there's no point in waiting around and mulling over decisions for too long because that does just hold you back. And what I've found as well can happen in those situations. This happened for me at the beginning of the year. If you're holding yourself back, trying to think too much over every decision, you never know who's going to then pop up in front of you and be like, oh my God, that was my idea. I wanted to do that. Oh my God, this person's now come in and taken over yada 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 whereas if you just get started you're not gonna get caught up in in all of that kind of stuff and just focus on you what you're doing not what everyone else is doing and just focus on what what you want to do really and get going brilliant yeah absolutely I completely agree with that I think just get cracking see how it goes hold yourself accountable whether it's publicly or not and then yeah just see where your business takes you exactly that Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Haley. I've really enjoyed hearing more about you and your businesses. So where can the listeners find more of you online? So um, the Social Geeks, they can find me at um, socialgeeks.co.uk or for my personal training, it's wow-transformation.com. So wow is W-O-W, like wow, and like weeks of well-being because that's what it stands for. So wow-transformation.com or the socialgeeks.co.uk. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'll leave all the links in the show notes. So if anyone is ready to go and have a little look-see, they can. But for now, thanks again for joining me. I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, So thank you for joining us on The Brand Lounge. And if you tune in next Tuesday, we're going to be having a conversation about politics and the role it plays in small business. Until then, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this or any other conversations that you're having within your businesses. So head over to the Brand Lounge Instagram or the Facebook community where we can continue the conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a review because it really, really helps. And until then, I'll see you next time on the Brand Lounge.